Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short-term unless our mindset changes for long-term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Degler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. I wanted to share a story with you I'm, I'm sure many, if not everyone, has, has heard of. And it's a little story, a little fable um, <clears throat> by Aesop, uh, Aesop, if I got that name right, yeah. Um, it's called The Tortoise and the Hare. Now, surely we've all heard, or most of all of us have heard about the story about the tortoise and the hare. Uh, the, the tortoise, or the, or the hare, um, he just knows he's faster than the tortoise, so he challenges the tortoise to a race. And... With some reluctancy, finally the tortoise says, okay, I'm going to do it. So they they line up on the start line. They take off, and of course, the hare, he takes off. I mean, he is like lightning. And we've all seen a, a turtle, and the tortoise um, just takes his time, moving real slow. Of course, the hare leaves him way behind. Halfway through the race, the tortoise, or the hare, is looking around, looking back, and he, he realizes, I am way ahead of this this tortoise, way ahead. So I'm just going to take me a little nap. I'm just going to take a little nap here. And so the, the hare wakes up and he finally wakes up and then he go ahead. He finishes to the finish line. And what does the hare find at the finish line? He finds the tortoise. The tortoise won the race. He beat the hare because he was just walking slowly, creeping along. And the hare is so fast, and the hare thought, I'm just going to take a little nap. But what was what was the tortoise during that whole race? He may not have been fast, but that whole time, he was consistent. He was just kept plugging along, kept going. The uh, hare would go fast, you know, realize maybe there's no, the tortoise sitting around, so he slowed down a little bit, speed up, slow down, take a nap, took a nap. And while he was napping, he never realized that the tortoise passed him up in the race. And he was already so far ahead of him, he didn't know that the tortoise had won until the end. Because the tortoise may have not been fast, but he was consistent. Um, The other week I was giving some advice to a client in the gym. And we were talking about some food and different things like that. And I was talking about being consistent. Um, another gym member had walked by and about that time. And, and as I got done talking to the client, um, started going towards the front and the gym member said, you always say, you always talk about being consistent. You always do. And I said, yes, because that's the answer. And, and over all these years, um, people would, you know, clients and gym members, different people would ask me, you know, my advice for whether it's food or exercise. And so many times it would be, um, I'd give some other advice, but it also end with, 
you have to be consistent. No matter what program you use, no, no matter what plan you use, you have to be consistent at it. You have to be, are there a lot of diet programs like the hair? Yeah, I mean, he's, it, it's, they're fast. They'll get the job done. But the, the ones that are on a program like the tortoise, that just is consistent. There's no big, fast, uh, crazy changes that, ho- that people go, oh my gosh, what have you been doing? I just saw you last month and you're, you know, you've lost weight or you gained muscle, whatever it is. It's those, it's those tortoises that are consistent that make changes maybe over a month, maybe over a year, a few years. Those are what make things happen is those tortoises. So I want to talk a little bit about today about, you know, consistency. That sounds great. That's a good, Aaron, that's good advice. Sounds good. It's good in theory. It's good in words. But how do I do that? I mean, I've been on every diet. Um, I've tried every exercise program. Um, I've uh, just can't find the right job for me. I can't find the right um, significant other um, I can't find the right girlfriend, boyfriend. How, how do I do that? How do I do that? How, you know, how do I be consistent? And so we're going to talk about a few things about how to be consistent. Um, and one of them is developing consistent habits. And you're probably saying, okay, well, that's great. But again, it has the word consistent in it. How am I going to develop Consistent habits if I don't know how to be consistent. So there's what we call uh, non-negotiable habits. So we, we all have them, uh, whether we, we know it or not or, or uh, conscious of it or not. Uh, we all have it. Um, I always like to use the example of um, a non-negotiable habit is brushing your teeth. So w- what makes that a non-negotiable habit? Would, would you necessarily, if you were late for work, would you not brush your teeth? I mean, you are late. I'm talking late, late. Would you brush your teeth? Yes, because that is a non, I mean, you have to, otherwise you're going to be around people that you're working with all day and have stinky breath. That is, you know, a non-negotiable habit. Like I'm going to do that regardless. I don't care if um, my husband or wife are in the other room saying, come on, come on, hurry up. We got to go. We got to go. If you haven't brushed your teeth, you're going to do it. If um, now, if you're hollering at your kids, chances are they'll do it and not brush their teeth. And so for them, it's a non-negotiable habit. But as we become adults, it, it does become a non-negotiable habit. Um, so it's, it's a non-negotiable habit is anything that no matter what happens, that habit is going to happen. So for me, a non-negotiable habit is exercise. So no matter what, um, Monday through or uh, Monday through Saturday, I will exercise. It doesn't matter what time I got in the night before. It doesn't matter how much earlier I have to get up. Um, now, may I, I might tweak it, might make it a little shorter, might change it up a little bit. But I'm going to, it doesn't matter if I'm leaving early for a trip. I have to, for me, have to get in the exercise because it does something for me mentally. It does something for me physically. Um, it just makes a difference um, in my life. So no matter what, uh, it, it it has to happen. It's a non-negotiable. Uh, 
Now, there may be times when I rearrange my schedule. So the day before I know, you know, it may not happen in the morning, but it is going to happen later that afternoon because I've already scheduled. I already know it's, it's not, um, for me, exercise, I never get up and, or wake up and go, I'm not going to exercise today because I don't feel like it. No, that's, it's, I I don't negotiate about that. That's a non-negotiable for me. Uh, it, it just, it just doesn't happen. Um. So you have to, we, we have to develop those, but I can't really tell you what your non-negotiable habit is. Some of, some of you, let's say, um, have coffee every day. That would be your non-negotiable habit. Like you probably, you might not go anywhere. You might not even leave the house. You might not even leave your bed until you get some coffee. That would be your non-negotiable habit. I have, um, some clients that say, you know, um, I have my coffee and I put, certain kind of creamer, like, I don't think I can get rid of that creamer. I don't think I can get rid of that sugar or that uh, coffee. I'm like, okay, you know, there's other things you can do, but that's a non-negotiable habit. That is part of my day. Uh, and and so when you develop those consistent habits, they be, eventually become non-negotiables. Now, do they necessarily start out that way? No. Uh, you know, it may be exercise. You may be going to the gym once or twice a week now, but over time, if you're consistent with those one or two days, consistent means you're, you're going um, uh, whether you feel like it or not. You're going. And that, that's that's part of being consistent is we're not always motivated. We're always not pumped to do whatever we need to do. Um, but But that's where the discipline comes in. The discipline comes in knowing that if I do this, I will get... Uh, X, Y, and Z results. I know if I exercise daily, I know I'll feel better. I know if I eat right daily, I will feel better. I'll have more energy. I'll be able to do things better. So I, I know the outcome of being consistent with those daily habits. Uh, but but first, you have to work on on your non-negotiables. Think about your day. What are your non-negotiable habits. What are some things you do that you do not negotiate about? And then what's maybe one habit that you would like it, that it's not necessarily right now, it's negotiable. You know, you can wake up in the morning and have all these great reasons why you're not going to do it. Uh, So work on that and make that a non-negotiable. It may take, it may take a week, may take two, may take several months. But when you're being consistent, just like the tortoise, you have the whole race. All you have to do, do be do is do 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 is be steady. Be steady in the race. Be steady in the journey, and that means you creep keep creeping along. You keep going along because it, it, it's a race against yourself uh, of consistently uh, working on that change to be consistent over time is going to make a difference in the long run. You may not see it. Um, I'm sure the tortoise, you know, he would go maybe a couple feet and that was hard to see as he was going so slowly thinking he wouldn't make any progress. But over that long race, he beat the hare because he was consistently moving. He was consistently moving forward. So I encourage you to, to develop consistent habits by working on at least one non-negotiable habit, something that is not currently a non-negotiable that you would like to make 
it a negotiable habit. Because once you get that one down, a non-negotiable, because once you get that one down, you can add another one. Why? Because you're going to be consistent with your actions over time, which over time is going to make a, a big difference. Also, too, you know, as we as we talk about this and and you listen to past podcasts of the Mind Body Project and I give you strategies and different things. And and all of those strategies aren't meant to um, instantly um, change things or they're not they're not meant to instantly start working or not instantly be good at it. You have to give yourself time. So then that's the next thing is give yourself time to change your mindset. So it's it's just like when I encourage when clients want to lose weight, we don't do a full 180 and get rid of all this stuff and add in all this new food and exercise. We don't do that. No, we take our time. We give ourselves time to change. So it might be taking a couple foods away, maybe adding a couple foods, maybe adding a little bit of exercise and and tweak those as we go and the same thing is true with our mindset and and everything I've given you on uh, on the show all the strategies and and ideas and all the things that my guests have shared that you think those are great ideas but it's too much just choose just like your non-negotiable habit choose the one thing you want to change and start working on that a little at a time it doesn't have to be a full um assault on it it doesn't have to be a uh, Complete 180. Start making those little turns one one turn at a time. Uh, in a previous podcast, I don't remember when it was, but I talked about you know the farmer going out to feed uh, feed his cattle in his farm truck, and he kept going the same direction, same direction. I mean, he had ruts going, ruts going, and so he could just follow those ruts. But what if he just turned that steering wheel one degree? You know, that doesn't one degree doesn't make a big difference. If you just move a little bit forward, but what happens when he turns that steering wheel one degree and goes through the pasture for a while, he's going to end up in a completely different place than where those ruts were going. And that was only by a one degree turn. So by making that one degree turn, the further he goes out, the further he goes away from his destination or where he kept going day after day after day. So same is true with us. We just if we just make a 1 degree turn, a 1 degree pivot, we'll end up in a different place than where we've been going over and over and over that has created our ruts that have created the place we want to get out of. So that 1 degree and what happens if we keep turning that 1 degree? 1 degree, 1 degree. We're going to get to where we want to, where we see ourselves getting by being consistent. You know, and, and the, the third thing uh, I wanted to mention was are we, we're not always pumped to do stuff. You know, it, consistently you think, I've got to always be motivated. Yes, um, it takes some motivation. But what happens when you're not motivated? You know, when you're not motivated, um, it's going to take some discipline. But, um, and, and, and that requires a little bit more some more strategies and things to get disciplined, but I wanted to touch on motivation. What happens when you're mo- not motivated? Sometimes for me, when I'm not motivated, I might listen to a motivational speaker, um, somebody that 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 talks, uh, speaks, um, that have greatness inside of me, that you can do anything, that um, make the changes you want, all the different things that kind of pump me up. It's kind of like um, 
walk-up music. It, uh, my son played baseball, and you know they'd always have a walk-up song. So in other words, they'd crank the music loud, and he had picked a song, and he'd walk up getting ready to to, to bat. And that that music kind of um, you know for the crowd, I know it kind of pumps you up, and but for him because he picked it and that was his song, you know, it kind of pumped him up. So that kind of motivated him, like okay, I'm ready now. So the same thing is true when when we're lacking a little motivation. Take take advantage of what motivational tools work for you, uh, because those motivational tools don't work the same for everybody. They all work a little bit different. You know what motivates you might not motivate me. Um, you might say listening to a guy talk motivates you like that's so dumb. But you might say, man, if I could listen to some. Hard Rock, some Metallica, some Guns N' Roses. I'm starting to show my age a little bit. Um, you know, I could really get pumped up and I could really get motivated to go do something. You know, it's the craziest thing. So I used to get motivated by, I'd get up early um, on Saturday mornings and, and before I went to work out and, I, and I'd watch some TV and I'd watch the uh, Beachbody infomercials. The dumbest things. And I'd be like, you know, it might be whatever they were doing, um, whether it was like... Uh, uh, P90X or um, oh, I can't remember all, all the different ones, but there was a Beast one and all, just different ones. And I kind of like get, whenever I'd watch them, I kind of get motivated and pumped up like, okay, I'm ready to go to the gym now. Uh, so now is that going to motivate some people? No. Uh, but for me, that's what motivated me. So it was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm ready to go. I never bought any of the programs, but uh, but but it still motivated me to watch those infomercials and then still try to sell it to me. But I was watching more of the exercise and all that. So my point is, find what motivates you. Uh, because what mo- motivates you and your friend is going to be something totally different. What motivates you and your spouse is going to be totally different. Um, you know, and, and so find those things that uh, get you going, get you pumped up for whatever it is you want to do. Uh, and then the last thing is is really important it's to be consistent you have to stop letting yourself down you have to start keeping those promises to yourself when you tell yourself you're going to do something do it what happens time after time after time when you say i'm going to start a new exercise program i'm going to start a new diet and you start it, and a week later, you're off of it again. A few months later, I'm going to start it again. What happens when you say, I'm going to read the Bible through in a year? Uh, and, you know, you get through Genesis. I'm guilty of this. I have started Genesis I don't know how many times. Um, and you and you don't ever get through it. You don't ever get through the Bible and you, you, you keep, you know, you say, I'm going to start doing a uh, devotion every morning or read my Bible and, and you might do it for a week, two weeks, maybe three. And then you let yourself down. You stop doing it. You stop um, keeping that promise to yourself. You say, I'm going to get up at this time of morning and I'm going to plan my morning and you hit the snooze button. And then the next day it just gets a little easier and easier. And more importantly, we have to stop letting ourselves down. We, if we promise something to somebody else, we're going to keep it. We're going to say, hey, I told you I'm going to be there. Our spouse, I told you uh, I'm going to do this and this and this for you. I won't let you down. But we're so quick to let ourselves down. And it's real hard to be consistent 
when you're always letting yourself down because what's going to happen? Well, you're going to start this, whatever it is, diet, exercise, uh, meal plan, um, date night with your spouse. You're going to start all this and you're just going to stop it. I mean, you, you know yourself, it's just not going to happen. But so it's real hard to be consistent when you already have that attitude. But what happens when you say, you know what, just for today, I'm going to, I'm going to promise myself I'm going to get up on time just for today. And then the next day you say, okay, just for today, I'm going to promise myself I'm going to get up on time. And then the next day you do it. And then the next day you keep that promise and you, and you, you keep pro- keeping those promises and having those little wins. You, you say, I, I, I may, I'm, I want to read the Bible, uh, through in the whole year, but today I'm going to read whatever is, is, uh, on the plan. Then tomorrow comes and you go, I'm just going to read what today is. And by doing that, it helps with consistency because also we become focused on the process, not the outcome. You know, the, the process of, you know, what, what, if, what is the outcome? So, uh, example, you know, I want a good marriage. Okay, that's a great outcome, great goal. What's the process of that? It's uh, learning each other's love language. It's doing those things that that speak to them in their love language. It's caring for them. It's it's uh, taking care of them. It's when they're in need to help. Uh, when they need a shoulder to cry on, you're there. It's it's those daily processes that will fulfill the outcome. But we have to take care of. And, and when we when we focus on the process, that takes care of being consistent. The the if the turtle if the tortoise looked and said i'm never going to win this race i'm never going to beat the hare because he's way too fast no the the tortoise only worried about a little step another little step another little step another little step uh a number of years ago it was maybe 10 12 years ago no it's probably about 10 years ago uh we had a a guy come to the gym Actually, Kim and I had been on vacation. It was, it was a weird thing. We had been on vacation to New York. Um, she had always wanted to go uh, be outside in the uh, at the Today Show. So we got up early and went down to the uh, plaza for the Today Show so we could see everybody. And, and we were standing next to this guy. He was in a biker outfit, a biker as in a bicycle. He'd um, wearing, you know, the hat and um spandex and all that and he was holding up a sign and and it turned out he, he had talked to i think al roker he had talked to him or uh maybe it was matt lauer but he was he was standing right next to us and had a sign and he talked to him for a minute and and he was riding across america uh to fight childhood obesity and uh, at, at that time he i think he was in the process of doing an eleven thousand mile bike tour uh riding a bike around uh, the United States to raise awareness for childhood obesity. So, uh, Kim and I got to talking to him and, and kept in contact with him. We exchanged information and, and he, he started to do another tour. Uh, this time he was doing 22,000 uh, miles across the United States. Um, so we became an official, uh, sponsored stop. Uh, he came and stayed with us for a few days and, and did some assemblies at our local schools. And it was a lot of fun. And, uh, one of the questions he'd, he'd speak and he'd leave a little time for the kids to ask him some questions. And one of the questions, one of the kids asked me, they said, how do you ride that far 
across America, across the United States. And I just loved his answer, and, and I've always remembered it. And, and, and Teddy said, one pedal at a time. And I thought about that, and I thought, that's the process. That's the tortoise. He, he didn't think about making it those 11,000 miles or those 22,000 miles. I'm going to take one pedal. I'm going to pedal around, 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 around. That's the process. Because as he was consistent in that pedaling, in the process, the outcome was he raised awareness for childhood obesity and covered all those miles by saying, I can do one pedal at a time. And so that's what I want to ask you is, what can you do one thing at a time? What, what one thing can you do today and do it again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next month and the next year? And then when you have those and you're being consistent, what's something else you can add on to that for just today and then tomorrow and the next day and next week? What is your one pedal you can take at a time to be consistent and be focused on the process, not the outcome. Because just like the tortoise, focus on the process and you'll beat the hare every time. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Mind Body Project. As always, I would love to connect with you. You can go to aaron.degler.com to connect. Um, there you can find a link to join me on my texting community. I send out a text uh, every day um, to our mindset community that is gives you a challenge, gives you some food for thought. Um, it's also a way to connect with me. You can also find my blog on there that I put out once once a week. But I would just love to connect with you. So just go go to aaron.degler.com and you can find find everything out. Um, all my social media, everything there. Um, I'd love to connect with you. Um, and there's plenty of ways to do it. So, hey, we'll see y'all next time. And I tell my wife, Kim, every night before I go to bed, it's Bomber of the Ninth, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to aarondegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.